0: The Steve Warren Project, sports
1: and whatever. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. It is an Ottawa-based podcast producing fun new episodes every single weekday in the sports and whatever realm. From the guys who brought you T-Gore for years and TSN 1200. Yes, we are here all week. Try the mutton. I'm Steve Warren, along with Jim Jerome. James, how are things, buddy? Oh, uh,
0: Steve, I'm okay. Good. No, I'm okay. We've got the, uh, uh, the cold snap. Oh, no. Yeah, we've got the cold snap. Minus 20, feels like minus 27 and all that jazz. So I stepped outside this morning uh, just, just, just to feel it. Okay, just to feel it. And uh, Stevie, maybe, maybe, the, maybe the citizen's arrest should happen when it's uh, minus a jillion and you see someone outside jogging okay it's, it's, you should be able to have the full takedown okay you're not you're gonna die okay you're gonna die <laughs> if you're outside jogging at minus uh, whatever it is minus 30 feeling like that you know so it's a it's basically a full it's a full-on tackle for their own good yeah it's a full-on tackle for their own good it's crazy it's absolutely crazy. You know? I, I get I get when people, you know, there'll be a, a lot of stories about seeing people running. If you ever talk to them, will be like, I never did before and I just wanted to, you know, start to exercise and now they're absolutely obsessed with it, right? There's a lot there's a lot of runners who are really obsessed um, with it and they can't, if they do it daily, they just, they almost become annoying to their families and everyone going, well, no, I have to get my run in. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've got to get, I've got to get the run in. It's like, no, 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 we're about to sit down here for Christmas dinner and uh, all your cousins and relatives have flown hours to get here for it. Just uh, well, I know I've got to get the run in, okay? I've got to, no, no, you don't, <laughs> okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one, so, yeah, no, no, it's too cold to run or there's something else up there, to, that, you know, on the sched today that you can't, you can't do your run, you know?
1: So what are you doing on the talking front? Because you said you are going eight, like eight kilometers. Are you shutting that down now? Well, I
0: did a talking post yesterday. Yeah. It may be up right now. So you'll See, I
1: don't even, I can't relate to that. I can't relate to the running. I just, uh, yeah. No, I hate, I was, hate it. I, it just seems. I mean, I wish I liked it because it's such good exercise, but I just hate it when there's no point. If, I, if you could throw me a football pass that's eight kilometers, I'll run eight kilometers. But right, in the meantime, right. I, can't, I can't just run for the sake of running. Right. I, I launched out to do it last night. I launched out to do it
0: and then stopped dead in my tracks, Stevie, about about five yards from my house. Okay, <laughs> I stopped. So I I threw that up there and it it was like, okay, I'm gonna go for the twalk. Okay, I'm gonna do the twalk today and uh, well then Stevie, as soon as I walked outside, I cut my twalk off. I see, I get you.
1: I don't blame you. I don't Not blame bad. you. Yeah, it was a Twalking the frostbite edition. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like I got my dog off. I heard you the first time. <laughs> I moved anyway, quickly along. stop jogging,
0: people, okay? Yes. Stop jogging at minus 20, okay? It's the same in Phoenix. Steve, you go to Phoenix, if you're around in the in the summer, uh, okay, it's unbearably hot, Steve, okay? Way, way past the 100 degrees Fahrenheit, way past, 105, 108, stuff like that, you know? And if you don't, like, you know, I went there one time to... uh, to, uh I've been I've been back and forth to Phoenix several times since I've lived out here, and I went down to look at a house. Uh, I was going to buy a house down there. You know the mm-hmm. market was way in the tank, so I went. And I, I played golf in the morning in in July, Steve. Okay, and you're just drinking bottles of water. Okay, like like multiple bottles of water. Just, right. You just always have a bottle of water, and it's kind of weird. So you're you're drinking, you know, six or seven. Bottles of water, 10 bottles of water when you're playing golf. And, and then you, for some reason, you never have to take a leak. I don't know why. Some, something has to do with it I don't know, evaporating, <laughs> melting, <you> know, <laughs> boiling inside your body or something. And uh, anyway, that was fine. No, you got to do it. You know, they tell you you got to do it. And then, so the game finished. Then we jumped in the car to go look at some places, you know, to go view some properties. And uh, kind, of, kind of an hour later, hour and a half later, I was like, I was all lightheaded, and I said, I got to sit, sit down, I'm boiling, I I got to get inside some American. conditioning, and the guy said, you stopped drinking water, didn't you? You know, I said, well, yeah, I did, but it was. it's only been less than two hours, I haven't yeah, you got to do it, otherwise you'll die, you know, oh, so <laughs> it's, it's the same thing, if you ever saw someone outside in Phoenix, jogging, you know, you know you'd take them down, you'd right. take a wrestle them, and throw them into the car, so, anyway.
1: Yeah, that's quite an incentive, you know, to you make sure. You, or you'll die. Uh, it'd be good if they, if, yeah. if, uh, if if jogging was like that, if I didn't have to. Cause I'm looking for motivation, and if uh, truly, a, if I didn't run uh, a mile today, I will die. Then yeah. I would probably be a lot healthier person as a result. <laughs> right. Anyway. Uh, lots going on in sports. Spent the day, like, uh, looking at a, you know, everybody's still reacting to that Green Bay-Tampa Bay game, and if they're not reacting... To the bizarre call at the end of the game and we talked about it at length in the last episode where matt lafleur the packers head coach decided to kick a field goal instead of what seemed like the logical thing to do and that's try for the touchdown and the two-point conversion to tie the bloody game uh, people are talking about that and they're also talking about the aaron Rodgers thing is aaron Rodgers done as a green bay packer now will he potentially be motivated enough by what he just saw from tom brady who picked up and left new england went to tampa bay started anew at 43 and then now he's off to the super bowl will aaron Rodgers potentially uh go off to a place like the la rams or somewhere and uh try and replicate what tom brady has done
0: well you know what here's what i think of that stevie uh and and also there's there's a comparison here too to this blockbuster trade between the jets and the Blue Jackets with with Lining, you know, going flip-flopping their two superstars, right? Uh, Pierre Luc Dubois there and Patrick Lining, okay. And and then Aaron Rodgers, uh, I, I I haven't seen it, but I, I I get the get the drift that maybe he was very kind of ambivalent, right, about what he's going to do in his career. Maybe a little, you know, sort of wishy-washy, not not really. I I I don't know what what it was, what the clip was, but I. But I gather Stevie was like, yeah, I don't know, right? I'm not, I'm not sure. They drafted another quarterback, and then words out that that Rogers is pouting, right? Or or, or a little upset
1: that the team isn't dedicated to him. Uh, and the comment, know, by the, the, the way, the, at the end of the game on Sunday was something along the lines of, well, this group, we are, you know, there's going to be changes, and something along the lines of myself could be included in that, and so he just sort of threw his name in there as the as being part of the mix when it comes to possible turnover for next year, and that's what's gotten tongues a wagon, right?
0: And and line a making some sort of comments, or you know, I don't know, through the grapevine or whatever he did about maybe not being with uh, you know better players on his line. Dubois there, who you were, you were telling me before the show uh, that he that he pulled up on a shift, okay, didn't go for a puck. He had, uh, coming on the heels of some some ripping argument or yelling match that Tortorella had with them, so
1: That so was last th- year Sla- in the playoffs against the Leafs.
0: So all three of those guys, Stevie, okay, they got to shut up, okay? they got to – Aaron Rodgers, okay, has got to pipe down, okay? And you know what? For this guy to come forward or a line A to, to, to sort of go on to the disparaging side of what the team, you know, hasn't treated him or what the team has done not to treat him properly or – or Dubois who got yelled at by the coach and then looks like he doesn't wanna play for the team anymore. This stuff where, where, where people are saying the team isn't, isn't supporting these players, okay? Really, Aaron? Really? Green Bay hasn't done uh, everything in their power to make you the superstar that you are? You know, that, that the fans haven't been devoted to you, Aaron? That they haven't carried placards, they haven't bought jerseys, they haven't sold out games? You got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding. And, and these, these people, Steve, were stars in the league who, you know, to me, where they start to make these sort of negative comments towards their team is absolutely, you know, mind-boggling, first of all, to me, that, that Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be love the team, love what they did for me, couldn't have thought of a better place to play in. This shit where they're saying, excuse my language, this, this stuff where they're saying, yeah, I don't know, they don't really like me anymore, you know, and maybe it's time for a change because they're not really, you know, doing for me what I think they should be doing. You know, it's like you've got, you've got to be kidding me.
1: You've got to be kidding me. Now, well, let me jump in the- there and tell you exactly what I think Aaron Rodgers is thinking because uh, you mentioned a bunch of things. I don't know any of that to be true. You know, the fans aren't doing this or that. Um, if, in fact... He's thinking about moving on. And I don't know that to be true, but that's certainly speculation out there. And he created the speculation with what he said after the game. Um, The three angles that Aaron Rodgers may be thinking okay, well, there's probably more than that. Like age is a factor. You know, you're 36, you're 37 now. Um, Playing in Green Bay can't be the nicest place to play. Um, You might like a, a warmer weather climate. But the three things this season that have occurred. They drafted another quarterback in the first round, traded up to get there, too. They're that excited about getting Jordan Love. That's a slap in the face. Uh, The game on Sunday, they took the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands and didn't articulate how they were playing it because, as I mentioned in the last episode, the head coach, Matt LaFleur, uh, decides he's going to kick a field goal there. Up until then, Aaron Rodgers is calling the plays. Mm -hmm. And then, all of a sudden, this airlifted decision to kick the field goal on fourth down... Aaron Rodgers knew nothing about that game plan, and he said, if I'd known, I might have called a different play. on third down. So, again, Matt LaFleur took the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands in a key situation to get to the Super Bowl, and then factor in that they didn't draft a receiver either. So I just feel like there's been... We don't know exactly what the details are, as with the Brady-Belichick situation and, and what led to Brady wanting to go away. We don't know all the details, but something feels, as is the case in New England... Something feels disjointed in Green Bay. Well, it, it, that's all fine, Steve. You know, that, that's all fine. I understand that, right? I understand I just that. wanted to add that to the mix because you didn't mention any of those things when you talked about the things that Aaron Rodgers might be upset about at this point. Well, you can be upset, Steve, okay? Stays in the locker room, dude, okay? It stay, you,
0: you know, if when you go to go public with it, naturally the media's running at him, right? It's It's an obvious... Uh, you know, controversy about uh, kicking the field goal instead of doing that. The other one is Rodgers maybe should have run. You know, when he when he cut to the right there and he could have he could have busted towards the end zone and did. So all that shit happens all day long in games, Steve. But don't come out after and go make make reference, kind of alluding to kind of kind of you know brushing up against the fact. Well, you know, it's maybe it's time for me to think about leaving here. You know, that's of course it is. You know, or retiring or whatever. But don't go, don't, don't, don't talk negatively about your team. And don't give me this, this crap where no one's been dedicated to you or that, you know, they're not treating you the way they should treat. Like, like, Steve, you play on this team for how long you've played? You've had this unbelievable career. And so they draft a big quarterback, right? That's the business of sports. You know, you, you don't look at that and go, oh, okay. Oh, I get it. Okay. Not me anymore. Right? Yeah, not you anymore. Maybe we're doing it a bit early, that, but but don't, you know. Come on, Steve. How how good are these guys treated in in their, in the leagues that they play in the NFL and the NHL in this case, and and for them to start to pout or not try or or question, you know, publicly, you know, uh, what the management has done. Go ahead and question it, but but don't turn that into something, uh, you know, that it's affected you, you know. Or I, I just. I don't like it, Stevie. Yeah, I no, like I it.
1: understand that it bugs you for sure, but it's just that's the that's the be bad, professional. Yeah, you know? but that's the bad business of sports right now. It's like they'll just take what they can get, and uh, we're in a world now where you know, guy can be in a market for six, seven years, beloved by all, treated like a god, and he'll leave because they had the audacity to offer him thirty million a year when uh, everybody else is offering thirty-three million. Right? It's just right. <laughs> so. It's just like right. the, that's the big bad business of sports, unfortunately. And uh, I know it bugs you. It bugs a lot of fans. Uh, but because you know, there was a time in the NFL's history, the NHL's history, uh, all sports, where these guys were getting paid not much more than a nine to five guy, Johnny mm-hmm. Lunch Bucket. So, you know, the sympathy factor those days are, are long gone. And I think, the, you know, no matter how much you love a sport, you know, I, the pendulum has swung so far the other way, where these guys are taken so well, they're they're taken care of so well. And uh, I understand people's frustration with it, but they can do these things, and so they do do these things. They don't. Uh, Tom Brady didn't stick around in New England because mm-hmm. it was a better situation in Tampa Bay. Uh, the the situation where you have two young superstars in Columbus and Winnipeg in Line A and Dubois they both were not happy with their situations and they helped to pave the way for better situations and we'll mm-hmm. see if it works out for them or not well you
0: know i you know dubois here right where the where where the guy sort of shuffles around in a shift right and didn't 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 try for a puck and obviously there's something up where he doesn't want to doesn't want to cooperate with the with the coach um, it's, you know you can't do that mm-hmm. you know be a man be professional. Aaron Rodgers should never, should be, should be kissing the ground. They walk on that. He walks on with green Bay. And, you know, there's, I know teams, you know, in the Oilers that they had, you know, they have team meetings to, uh, you know, and the players get together often with each other, you know, talking about, you know, whatever there's always going to be, you know, in this case, uh, it would be this thing with Aaron Rodgers. So you want to get the team together. Right. Um, it, it's, it's, Something that a lot a lot of teams, and I know the Oilers did it, is they had a hard, fast rule, Steve, amongst the players that never outside of the dressing room do you ever speak in a negative way about a player, ever, ever outside of the dressing room, okay? You, you, that's the policy. And, and the reason they do it, Steve, is because if, if you start to get a guy hemming and hawing a little bit, going, uh, you know, my ice time's down, uh, the deal was I was going to play in the first line and I, I see they're maybe going in a different direction. It, it, all of a sudden, Stevie becomes a cancer in the room with all the other players going, oh, okay, okay, I get it. Uh, well, no, I don't, now I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure. I want to play if, if you're not going to keep Aaron or, or if Liney's not here, you know, well, that's no good. I always, the reason I signed is because Liney was, it just, it goes down on not a very good path and... I just can't stand Steve when I'm like like you said the 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 dough is through the roof you know they're treated unbelievably well and I I just can't stand when someone says you know well yeah, I'm not in the plans of this team you know well
1: I I don't like that yeah Laine's take was that he didn't feel like he was being used properly and most took that to mean that he felt like he should be playing higher in the lineup and the Jets are pretty deep at forward and so anytime Laine not in the first line that you know. I, he didn't I mean he didn't say as much and a lot of this reporting and, and speculating and all that, but uh, you know, he didn't feel like he was being used properly in Winnipeg. And that in a way is a little bit what you're talking about, because when you said that about the golden rule with the oilers, you never call out another player or anything like that. You kind of are when you say you're not being used properly.
0: What you're saying totally. is I th-
1: I think I'm better than the guys on the first line. I should be on that first line instead of buddy there. Uh so it's uh Even though Liney didn't come right out and criticize anybody, that's kind of what he's implying with that comment. But I want to talk more about that NHL deal in in just a moment. We'll also talk about uh, the big mess that COVID can make when it hits just one NHL team. It's a scheduling mess for the Carolina Hurricanes. We'll get to that and much more after these words. It's 2021, James, and that means Jim K. Ford is now beginning its 40th year helping people with their automotive needs. I think that kind of longevity says a lot. You simply don't last in business this long without building trust and connections, treating people right, turning first-timers into repeat customers who are happy to spread the word about the great service they always get at Jim K. Ford. Your next vehicle awaits at JimKFord.com. Everyone knows that to get the best price on home and auto insurance, you have to shop around. But who really wants to do that? With access to all kinds of insurance markets, not only can I get you the best price, but I'll also make sure that you get full value for your money. Call me, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Popeye Supplements is the home of your New Year's Resolutions Solutions. Right now it's their New Year, New You event. And it's extended till February 6th. Amazing deals like six pounds of PVL whey protein only $44.99. Popeye's value size of veggie greens and phidoberry $54.99. And by the way, Popeye's still open with strict in-store guidelines, curbside and online shopping as well. Find your nearest Popeyes at PopeyesCanada.com.
0: The Speedworn Project. Sports and whatever.
1: So more on that deal, the Dubois for Line A deal, and there's been lots of discussion about Dubois in particular because Line A's situation seemed to be lingering going back to last season. We weren't sure if anything was going to happen. He actually got in a fight and he'd been out of the Jets lineup and uh, but they finally dealt with it obviously and making a deal once uh, Dubois became available then the talking began but on the Dubois front when it became a thing um, most Canadian markets were going upside down including the one I'm in right now in Ottawa lots of teams the Montreal Canadians uh, there were lots of speculation what would we have to give up to give a, get a guy like Dubois uh, because in 2016 these are like as highly touted as it gets. Austin Matthews with the first overall draft pick. Line A was number two. Dubois was number three. So in all the promo photos from the 2016 draft, those mm-hmm. three guys were in there. And uh, the second and third best guys got traded for each other. But everybody was speculating. What do we have to give up to get a guy like Dubois, who's just on the cusp of becoming an excellent player in the league? And my, my feeling is watching some of that... That's, and some of the, seeing some of the things that were being offered up, we should give up this, 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 and this to get that guy. And then on the other side, I'm watching Dubois on the bench in the playoffs having a screaming match with John Tortorella. And then last week watching one of his shifts, which was the laziest half-assed garbage I've ever seen. And this is a guy who just signed a two-year deal worth $5 million a year. Everybody's saying, okay, it's a bridge deal so they can get the hell out of there as soon as possible. And... Uh, the rumors were that he had expressed or his agent had expressed a, a desire to go elsewhere. To me, mm-hmm. I, I, I would really hesitate bringing on a guy like that. It's one thing to verbally like line a has apparently been doing saying, you know, I feel like I've got a diminished role here. I feel like I should be higher in the lineup. It's one thing to do that. It's another thing to try and sulk your way out of town by playing half-assed hockey and that seems to be what Dubois was doing. And to me, that's a big red flag if I'm a GM wanting to take that on. Well, to- you know what? I, I totally agree. I
0: totally agree. Here's the other thing that's interesting, Steve. So you get two superstars, okay, who, who in a nutshell, okay, don't like what the team is doing with them, mm-hmm. okay? Dubois here with the coach, lining with, 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 with the coach or, or, you know, whoever, whether it came from the GM or something. Uh, you know, saying this is how we're going to use Lainey. And he's he, now so so he's not happy. So he's right. not happy either. They're not doing what they should be doing with me, which, as you know, like I just spoke about, I think it's absolute BS, okay? It's absolute BS. So now what happens, Stevie? Careful what you wish for, boys. So now, Lainey, you're going to Columbus, and while you're going, you're going to Winnipeg, okay? So the things you weren't happy about with your team, you're going to a team that is the same thing. That's going to be the same thing. Mm-hmm okay so you you know what i mean stevie it's a little different if if you're looking at i'm going to winnipeg that's fantastic that guy plays them you know they he he gives everyone 30 minutes you know if you're a superstar so i don't know if i'm making sense here but you're you're going to so dubois you're going to winnipeg well what you weren't happy with here is what liney wasn't happy with in winnipeg
1: yeah there's there's (laughs) some variables in each market but yeah the, the, your point is the potential for things to go sideways in your new hometown, hockey hometown, uh, is right there. You know, Line A's in a situation where you could go to, you know, go to Columbus and absolutely hate playing for John Tortorella, who right. absolutely demands two way hockey. He doesn't care if you're a 50 goal man or not. He's not going to put up with you playing half assed defensive hockey. See Anthony Duclair a year earlier. It's the same kind of deal with Dubois. Play the game mm. the right way, or you're going to get an earful. And I'll keep giving you an earful until you get things right. And so right. maybe Liney doesn't like that. And, and to your point, maybe Dubois rolls into Winnipeg and uh, doesn't get the ice that he thinks he deserves because Winnipeg is so deep on that top line. Yeah.
0: You know, John Tortorella, if anything, okay, if anything, Steve, he's got the, he's got the, the, the hammer pounding superstars in the head about, you know, shut your mouth. You don't run this, you know, the rats don't run the ship here. Okay, mm-hmm. I do. And by the way, if I'm not happy, I'm going to publicly take you down, which I disagree with, but Tortorella will because he spits in the face of any suggestion <laughs> about anything, you know. So uh, it, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see here. The, the other one with the guy not trying on the shift, Stevie, I, you know, that's suspendable stuff, you know, to me. You know, walk it off, suck it up. But when you're on the ice, you know, at least try. I don't know what a. So if a guy's making five million, you know, a year, $10, $7, $8, $9 million, 10 million a year, uh, you know, and there's, you know, I did 56 games this year, Steve. Yeah. I don't know what that equates to a game, but break it down per game, and break it down per period, and break it down per shift. And if you're making 20 grand a shift, okay, or 20 grand a minute, okay, I'm 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 finding a 40,000. Right. Okay for that shift you just put out there. I'd love to see that. It's interesting in
1: the, it's interesting how in the short term, these deals are, are weakening teams, uh, because in each case COVID, right. And they're going from Canada to the U S and vice versa. So they have to immediately go into quarantine and Dubois will miss the next seven games because they have to go into full quarantine. And so you're without these two players, the NHL is without these two players because of the trade, uh, Mm -hmm. for a, for a long haul here. So, uh, it's uh, it, it's another sign of the funky season that we're in. But uh, Dubois, by the way, did get benched for the rest of the game after that funky shift last week. And uh, everybody was trying to downplay it. And I think at that stage, that was that was for public consumption. Because if a guy's going to be dealt, you want to put as happy and rosy a face on the player as possible. And uh, so everybody downplayed it at the time. Uh, But he's got a new NHL home now. And I don't know if you saw Dubois interviewed after the first period. Um, I think it was after the first period of the Sens and Jets on Saturday night. And uh, Ron McLean asked some really tough questions of the kid. And uh, he got flustered almost. It was almost like he didn't know that they they would be that intrusive. You know, really looking to get to the bottom. Like, what happened in in Columbus? And he didn't want to talk about it. And he almost, uh, at one point, was losing his train of thought the same way the uh, Miss Teen America did. Remember the Miss South Carolina? <laughs> oh, no. oh, uh, no. Such as the Iraq and uh, such as, and uh, we yeah. need maps, blah, blah, blah. He almost went down that road, but kind of kept it together. But it was a really, uh, really a grind as far as an interview goes. Both sides uh, got through it fine, but uh, you can tell there's a lot of emotions bubbling beneath the surface with Dubois.
0: Yeah, and what, and, and what if you're, you know, you're a player, you're a, you're a teammate of uh, Dubois, Okay, and uh, so he gets benched, right, for the rest of the game? Is that what you said? Correct. Yeah, so if you're a player on that team, I'm pulling Dubois aside and go, dude, dude, I want to win a Stanley Cup. You know, I want to win a cup. And you got to suck it up. And, And, you know, just look what you did there, okay? So you drag your ass on that shift intentionally because you got a personal issue with the team. And now that guy ends up benching you. Now you're harming me, pal, okay? Now you're harming me in my drive to try and win a Stanley Cup or first make the playoffs, you know? So what are you doing here? What are you doing, you know?
1: yep uh, Another thing is, uh, you know, it's one of those careful what you wish for things when you wish your way out of the market where you were drafted. You, you lose a bit of your security, and I don't think the young players are fully conscious of that in a lot of cases. And I learned this lesson uh, when I was... Re- play-by-play announcer for the Ottawa Lynx, got to know the guys really well. Um, And uh, it was a guy named Ted Wood, probably not known to many baseball fans at all, but he played for the San Francisco Giants and was drafted by that organization and brought along and played. I think he, he appeared in some games for them and then was traded to the Montreal Expos organization and ended up with the Lynx. And he was telling me, it's like, it changes. It, it changes completely when you leave the team that drafted you because there's so much invested in you Like, if they have to get rid of you because they're not satisfied or whatever, um, that that looks bad on them. So they're going to do everything they can to make sure you're a success because it makes them look good. But once you go to a new organization, then you become just someone that was acquired by the team. And you lose a little bit of the potential patience level that the organization will have for you. So now it's put up or shut up time because you left markets where you were pointing fingers and that you were being done wrong by okay you got your wish now you have no excuses mm-hmm. go out there and play and if you don't play well then there's going to be problems yeah here you know here, here's the other thing steve that that pro
0: athletes don't realize this massive advantage they have over anybody else who has a job okay yeah. anybody okay like not like ninety nine point two percent of the population, or ninety nine point nine nine nine, don't play pro sports or whatever it is, right? right? It would be so. You know, in my job, Stevie. Okay, if in, in my job as you know, say I don't real estate salesman or something, and, and I'm not happy with what my boss is doing with me, what I gotta, what I have to do extra. I got to come in early. He's making me stay late. He's not, you know, he's, he should be letting me free out there, right, you know, trying to get trying to get sales. So I'm pissed here, man. You know, well, here's what happens. Okay, see you later. (laughs) Okay, right, you're done. Yeah, you're fired. You know, these guys get to have this great gig. You know, why don't you? You know, the agents in there. Why don't you start to float an idea here where you're not happy with the team, and I'll make a deal with somebody else. You know, we'll make we'll make it. There's I know there's guys who would take you. You know, it's like how's how's that for how's that for a little bit of a feature in your in your job that you have. Yeah. You. Know, it's just
1: it's kind of nice just, that they have millions of people that are interested in watching them do their jobs. That's kind of the difference between you and trying to sell a house. Although <laughs> I was thinking as 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 I was thinking about that, I was thinking I actually might pay money to tr- watch you try in vain to sell a house and, you know, and all the tactics you might try to get that thing done. That might be entertaining. I might be willing to actually buy tickets to that. I might one day I'll break out a couple of the things
0: that I used to do, Steve, because I did sell real estate at, at one time. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not proud of them, Stevie, but they worked.
1: <laughs> right. No, I, you've, you've, so you've talked about some on the show before, yeah. And immediately, uh, Glenn Walton from the Glenn Walton Real Estate Team gave me a shout and said, "Hey, uh, you're not really uh, helping out my industry by uh, talking the way Jimmy is right now." So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never thought of that. No, you know me, Stevie. I don't. I don't quite think of the ramifications no. before I talk. You know? <laughs> did you see the? Uh, because uh, I know we got to go, right? yep. I know we're out of time. So speaking of talking too much, Stevie,
1: uh, I was on an airplane. Oh, uh, can you sa- you want to you want to save that for your final thoughts? Because I got to take another break here. Sure. Okay. You're okay. So the final thoughts, and we'll also talk briefly about uh, what COVID and the uh, Carolina hurricanes, or what COVID has uh, kind of done to the Carolina hurricane schedule that's coming up. After these words. Jim K. Ford is a full-service commercial and fleet dealership Why they supply companies in the Ottawa area with work trucks of all shapes, sizes, and functionalities, from small delivery vans to those big F750s. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or deliveries, Jim K. Ford will help you with the right truck and body for your needs. JimKFord.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. Popeye Supplements is the home of your New Year's resolution solutions. Right now, it is their new year new you event, now extended till February 5th. Amazing deals like 6 pounds of PVL whey protein, only 44.99. Popeyes value size of veggie greens and phytoberry both 54.99. And Popeyes remains open with strict in-store guidelines, plus curbside and online shopping as well. Find your nearest Popeyes at PopeyesCanada.com. My job is to get the best deal available to you. With eight companies at my disposal, I have the markets. With our expertise in home and auto insurance, we'll make it easy for you. So put me in your lineup and I'll give you an honest effort. I'm Josh, president of All Insurance Ontario. Text or call 860-6008 and I'll give you the best value. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. And boy, a double mention for the Glen Walton Real Estate Team. Uh, If you're thinking of buying or selling a home in the Ottawa area, we recommend the Glen Walton Real Estate Team. I can tell you firsthand. Glenn is great. He helped me sell our home back in the fall. He set aside a budget to help us with painting, cleaning, even updating our ceiling lights. We got multiple offers and the home sold for well over asking price. Call the Glenn Walton real estate team today at Glenwalton.com. Okay, before your final thought there, James. Uh, briefly on the Carolina Hurricanes, it's kind of fascinating to see the ripple effect that could occur. If we ended up with more than one NHL team, or more than two, Dallas is also dealing with their issues as well, delaying the start of their season, but they're playing now. Carolina, the latest team dealing with COVID, and it's like, what a mess. Of all the schedule changes that uh, they've had to come up with, they're seven in all moving games around Carolina-Nashville, Florida-Carolina, Florida-Carolina, Tampa-Carolina, Columbus-Carolina, Florida-Tampa, Carolina-Tampa Bay. (laughs) Um, It it would not take very much. What was the
0: third one? What was the third one?
1: I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, it would not take much for the NHL to become a big, messy jambalaya if uh, you ended up with three, four, five teams happening at the same time. But uh, Major League Baseball got through it, and I think the NHL... Um, will be kind of similar. There'll be these little outbreaks, but probably nothing that uh, that gets out of the NHL's control. Really? Do you think so? I don't. Well, Major League Baseball got through it, and they had lots. Um,
0: well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, because I think I, I think it's even a, a, you know the, the chances are even getting higher lately uh, of getting COVID, but so tired of it, Stevie. Me know, too. I shouldn't, I shouldn't dismiss it because people, you know, there's been loss of life here with this thing, but, um, I sure like it. I, I sure get a kick out of flipping on the, I I look at the score, you know, and I flip it on, uh, and, and punch on the NHL for the games. I'm like, look at this, man. There's, there's another game tonight <laughs> of those, of those teams. Yeah. yeah. I'm not tired of that. That doesn't, I, that doesn't seem to bother me at all. So hopefully they'll be able to keep it together. Um, but it's it's kind of percolating just under the surface here, Steve, that it's just going to go, you know, explode like lava over the top, going, okay, no, no one can play a game at all here for seven seven or eight days.
1: Yeah. I worry about the CFL. I mean, all these leagues are going to be fine as long as they have big TV deals, decent TV deals that will keep money coming in in the interim. But uh, the CFL's TV deal, mm-hmm. TSN, is so modest that uh, it just doesn't make sense to uh, continue playing. Hopefully, they get a season going this year. I see where your Edmonton Eskimos head coach uh, ended up stepping away. Um, You know, because part, I mean, he had NFL interest. It's all great and everything, but it is an odd situation. Um, These guys are wondering what the future holds right now. Like, is this going to happen? Is it not? Sounds like it's going to, but who knows? Uh, Anyway, final thoughts, James. Uh, I'm blathering here. That's okay. Uh, yeah, I think you know when you talk about the TV deals it, because
0: I, I saw a couple of posts yesterday. I know you had mentioned it too that you sat down to watch a full football game and going, okay, is the the commercials here are just insane, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know more than they normally are, and 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 I'm sure that's probably by design, Steve. That you know the sponsors are probably looking around here, going, okay, we can't do this, man, you know, with the with with this virus, you know, we're losing we're losing business, people aren't spending, and and so. If they start to dabble in, okay, we we got to cut back our sponsorship here. So I think they're maybe doubling up, Steve, on ads, going, no, 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 don't do that. Okay, okay, we'll give you more ads.
1: Yeah, watching the American feed as I did on Sunday, it's like uh, at least when you go to commercials, they're, you know, on the American feed, there tends to be, okay, there's money and thought put into the ads and such. So Mm -hmm. they're kind of entertaining because we're getting close to Super Bowl time. So some of those are starting to sneak in now. So there at least was that. But through throughout the regular season, it was like, oh, my God, another one. Here we go. Right. But it did, it did cause them, Steve, which I love, to, to,
0: to come up with the play through the commercial design, which is fantastic, right? They call it the playthrough, the networks. So, so they don't cut away from the game. They just split screen. Keep the game. You can see the game going on while the commercial runs on the right side.
1: Right. Well, yeah, that was what they did. Uh, that was introduced for the first time, I they at a World Cup of Soccer. Because, of course, you don't have any stoppages in play. So, unless somebody gets hurt, there's no chances for TV stations to take a break. So, they generally throw the, the game into a small little picture in picture scenario and play the commercials while the game was right. on. Yeah. Anyway, good. Any final I thoughts like today, James?
0: Uh, yeah, but final. So, so uh, uh, you know, my mouth, Stevie, gets me in trouble. I do. I do. Oh, God, you sounded like the, the sun uh, on Schitt's Creek there. I do. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Schitt's He's hilarious. God, he's funny. Uh, the show's great. Um, so anyway, Stevie, I'm on a plane uh, one time flying from somewhere to somewhere and uh, probably hungover and, and, and talking a lot, you know, uh, and sitting away jabbering away with whoever my seatmate was. Or you know, in, <laughs> beside me on the plane and on and on and on. And the guy in front of me, without looking I don't know who it is. He's the guy in the seat directly in front of me. I, I I just see this hand come up over his head, you know, reaching back over his head and he's got a he's got a business card between his two fingers that he's handing me, right? I go, This is kind of weird. Uh, and and I take it. And I look at it and print it on the business card. There are two words that say, stop talking.
1: <laughs> like print it up. Nice.
0: Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll, I'll put it on my Twitter today. I'll show you. I said, I started laughing so hard. It was the, it was the absolute best, you know? And it kind of backfired on me though, Stevie, because I was waiting at the gate to get on a flight, a WestJet flight. And you know, I don't know if you've ever flown WestJet or not, but they've got the you know, they allow the employees to uh particularly on the plane. They're they're way more animated when they do announcements, they crack jokes uh, during the flight, they they play games with the with the passengers and stuff like that. Yeah. And even when you're boarding on the gate, the, the the girl will be instead of the usual, you know, uh okay, rows, you know, the back 20 rows board now. They they're they're making funny comments and stuff like that. And I I went and got a bunch of these cards, okay? I went and got them made. I said, this is the best ever. Right. And there was a girl at the boarding gate, and she was going on and on. I was hungover. And uh, so as I got on, you know, to to show my passport and my boarding pass, I flipped the girl one of these cards, okay? (laughs) Okay. You know, and then then just ran straight down the ramp, right? Ran to get on the plane. Because I was kind of embarrassed, but I was laughing my head off, you know, and she grabbed the card and went, "Oh, that's nice," you know. And I just took off. Right? I was so embarrassed, but I was laughing. Anyway, Steve, she was one of the stewardesses. That was oh on the no! Yeah, didn't
1: start walking on <laughs> the plane. Talking. Was going, we're <laughs> Stop talking. Maybe gonna
0: get Stop talking.
1: Anyway, you know what's insulting about that, especially, is that you know it wasn't a note that said, "Quiet down, you." Uh, it was so he, the guy in front of you not only had a problem with your volume. But the content of what you were saying, in that you just didn't want you talking. Period. It wasn't like, "Hey, can you keep it down hey, a little yeah, bit?" Exactly. It's like, it's <laughs> just basically, just want you to not to not talk at all. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. I'm sure,
0: Steve, if you had a few of those cards, and you you and I were side by side, while well, I got my, some of my award winning takes, <laughs> you might. I'm sure you probably want to stop talking.
1: Maybe that's a listener anyway. giveaway. We can come up with those cards. And we just hand them stop out Stop talking them. <laughs> cards.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, I sent you a picture. You can you can. You can throw it up on your social media and go, I wish I could hand Jim one of these every once in a while.
1: (laughs) Good stuff. Okay, we'll talk to you in our next episode.
0: Stop talking. Good night, everybody. We'll see you.